0: Oh, man, my eyes are absolute piss-holes. can't even see. Um, how much sleep are you working on currently, Brad? Uh, if we count on the sofa last night, I'd say about two hours maximum. Which two hours? You may think it's because of alcohol infused, but I'm not actually sure what it was. I just couldn't get to sleep last night. Were you but, absolutely bladdered? No, wasn't. Uh, I had a few, but I wasn't. Absolutely bannered. I mean, I had a boozy bus back from Cumbria, but I was I just couldn't get to sleep. I was in pain everywhere. I really had my little finger, which sounds soft, but do you know what I'm in pains where you can't really move? And if you do move, it just kind of like shocks your body a little bit. Well, that's my little finger yeah. at the minute.
1: And you just can't get comfy to go to sleep?
0: No, I'm eld- and the misses is away this, this week, so I've literally got no excuse to go to myself with about thousands of cushions so I was actually really comfy I just couldn't get to sleep so fortunately uh, the UFC was on last night and then Canelo was also fighting so I had enough enough to keep me going until about half six and then I just got half an hour an hour after that so but yeah if you want to talk about the sport last night I am I'm all, I'm all voice however um, well um, the problem me,
2: is you're the only one who watched it. <laughs> yeah, and and you know we're we really, we're not like massive UFC boxing kind of people. Um,
1: no, I mean, no. And it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the rule. It needs to be the two plus one rule, Brad. Yeah. two of us need to know what we're talking about, and then one of us just needs to ask stupid questions and sit on the sideline. And yeah. it's not going to work because you're the only one.
0: Well, the issue is I hold up knowledge for the two of us, but I can't talk to myself about it. So.
2: Or you'll a good go, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, known, I've known you long enough, Brad, that you'll definitely be able to talk to yourself about it. I mean, I'm not going to lie, mate. I've seen you in better conditions uh, when recording yeah. these. Yeah, I think this
0: is the first time I've actually been a bit ropey coming into it. I think I've with my voice, but, but we'll, uh, we'll go. I think it could be an enjoyable episode, this one, um, doing the... Well, first to talk about our weeks because we've been a bit quiet this week, speaking to each other, and then touching on what we've put in Room 101, sporting edition. Yeah. Um, but first, I just welcome the pod. This is Welcome Back to Talk Heads and Tails. It's episode 14 now. Um yep. Again, thank you for our continued support, mainly from local, well, friends of the pods and flying creatures. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think that fine creature gets a shout out every week, which might actually continue until we get more than more than half a dozen listeners a week.
2: Yeah, I mean, he has out of everyone, he's done the most for us. So I'm happy he's, to shout him out. He's done more promotion for the pod than we have. So
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, M- most 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 promotion, least constructive criticism. Yeah.
0: I think we've got some silent listeners and friends of the pod. So I think there's been that comments on group chats and we've gone, oh, they were think they were listening to, to the old talk. Yeah, and so, tales. Oh, that's good.
2: So all shout right. out to everyone. Shout, shout out, out to all to friends everyone. of the
0: pod. And if you have got requests, don't hesitate. We're not, we're not, um, we're nice and welcoming people. We'll, we'll listen and maybe ignore what you say, but
2: we'll, um, we'll take it on board. Yeah, exactly. Think- I mean, I've gone, Jed. I've more had people request to come on the pod than give um, <laughs> give constructive <laughs> feedback. More just like, <laughs> oh, when are you getting me on? It's like, well, <laughs> no, not anytime soon because we still don't know what we're doing, really.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, it's still like a, a founding project. It's like the foundations are being built and then once, once we cement something and we can start including people to dial in, I think Mate, our technical difficulties of letting people dial in for maybe a, a bit of the podcast might be an issue. Yeah, oh yeah, out.
2: He's he's good with the old really with it, yeah. Yeah. No, I trust anyone else to work. If
1: <laughs> Pat had to dial in, that's when we'd that's when we'd have a that's, that's when problem. we'd have an issue. Us off the battle, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm really happy to get friends of the pod on. Uh, I think we'll probably have to pencil them in after Nathan Cleary and Ryan Pappenhausen, they're doing yeah, back to back weeks, but yeah, they're um, we just some logistics to sort there, and then yeah. and then we can get mates on,
0: yeah. I mean, we've got we've got an NRL season to play, so and then the world cup, so we don't want them to, to put the mind off, um, their mind off playing rugby League whilst thinking about a podcast where they about whether it's slated for the top three meal deals or something
2: like that? Um, that would be very funny asking Nathan Cleary and Ryan Pappenhausen the top three meal deals. Point Point one, point two. While they're over for the World Cup, they might as well. We might as well just get together. Yeah. Uh, oh, Pappenhausen. How- Pappenhausen. Yeah, easy. I mean, would he even make the Australia team? Which would make the squad, but not the 17, Pappy.
0: Well the way he's playing at the minute, I think it's quite difficult to I don't know, to be fair He's been
2: it, injured, hasn't he? Yeah, he got injured this morning. Oh,
0: did he? Oh, I didn't yeah. know. See, you watching rugby this morning, I was watching I think
1: I think he was fifty fifty though, 'cause he had like an his someone was giving him grief on Twitter for having a swollen ankle and he um just called him out and sent a picture of his ankle and it was absolutely massive back to them. <laughs> so to be fair that even played this morning fair play. Don't need to risk
0: it either, so I think that's, um, that's something, but I think Australia could literally, I think this is something we could do post the World Cup. They could probably feel three teams that would compete with no disrespect to home nations slash the island nations, because that, the list goes on and on and on of
2: Australian talent, which kind of doesn't need to be said, but... Yeah, um... On the Matty John show last week, they said that uh, Talakai and Katoni Staggs have said that they're going to play for Tonga, which I think is a really good sign, because them two running out wide, two absolute beasts of the game. I mean, it's worrying signs for England. Yeah, admittedly. But is it good signs for the competitiveness of the World Cup? Yes. Yeah, it be class. Pat, how was your week, Ben? You um. Had
1: your first game of Leather on Willow yesterday, how did that go? Um, yeah, not well, sort of in line with how the whole of this last, last season went, if I'm totally honest. Um, yeah, nice afternoon, got there, it was meant to be cold, sun came out. It, all, I mean... all, the hallmarks, all the hallmarks of what could be a really good day of cricket. Um, yeah. Got there, won the toss, elected to bowl, had a bowl, um Obviously I don't bowl uh for, for the twos. Uh where I, were you fielding? Expert fielder me. Um no I, t- as a as a young'un, I um I get a bit of action. So uh where was I fielding yesterday? Mid wicket, quite a lot quite a lot of it. Right like, honestly looking at the most immobile bloke you know playing at fielding at mid wicket. Um and then did a long spell at mid on and I did sort of gully point. Uh... No, there's, there's a lot of times I've
2: looked at you and thought, you know what? There's a bit of Paul Collingwood about you. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: it's funny you should say that. So um, I was getting grief yesterday for dropped catches, and I'd just like to set the scene for the, dro- the catches that I dropped. Right? Dro- catches that you dropped. You dropped yeah. more than one catch. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't. But they're not dropped catches. So the catches that I got are. Took I took a catch right at the end. Last ball, the, the innings, um, right arm over to a lefty, came through, just played across him, nice big thick edge, jumped up. <laughs> Cheers, I'll have that. So, yeah, that was the catch that I feasibly could have got and got. Um, and then the rest of the game. So, um, leg spinner, throws a nice big pie up, Anfield in mid on, lad absolutely hoikes it. And I'm like, right, okay. So I dive, not kidding, like a salmon, yeah, <laughs> towards this ball. And it clips my, my finger and my thumb. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, imagine if you'd caught that. And I was like, yeah, imagine if I caught that. It'd have been world class. Um, so the response I got from the bowler was, thanks for stopping the fall. Um, Because they only ran two. So I was happy with that. Um, and then the other one I got was at mid-wicket it sailed about four foot over my head and I jumped up in the air and got like a fingertip to it. Again, stopped the fall. Um, and everyone was like, oh, imagine if you'd got that. And I was like, these are not dropped catches. I'm not having that. Um, so yeah, bowled them all out for 117. Went into bat. We had a we were batting deep yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you come in? I was batting five. I was quite happy to come in. Bat five. Um,
0: oh, complete. I don't actually know how many runs you've got.
1: Shed you. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So uh we're batting deep yesterday. We were chasing a hundred and seventeen in a forty over match, like such a winnable total, such 16. a chaseable total. Um opening back got one. He basically squared up, went ahead, and just basically chipped it into the hands of Square Leg. He was absolutely human. Um and then we sort of collapsed a little bit in the middle. And I strolled out at five, obviously, um, thinking that we'd have seen off those boulders. Lucky for the everyone else, we had seen off those boulders, but then the first change stepped up and they were literally, honestly, it was just skidding along the surface. It was slow, it was horrible. Um so I had a few to take a look. Got one that pitched sort of outside leg. I was like, this is gonna go miles. Um, opened up, went to smash it, massive top edge, and just fell into the throat, a square leg, and I walked back to the pavilion on one.
0: Ah!
2: Uh, I mean, it's not it's not the greatest
1: o- season opening performance I've ever heard. No, I mean, when in a week where Ben Stokes hit the county championship record for Durham, uh, yeah. And actually sent a message to the bowler to apologise for hitting to four sixes off the over. I mean, yeah, I could have had a better, better opening week to my season. Um, so,
2: did did you win? Did did the 117 get chased down?
1: Um, no, we were all out for 77. The fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, I do apologise, did...
0: but the standard must be
2: absolutely unbearable. I didn't know that oh. bit. I, I knew that you got, I knew that you. You got a, a valuable one run, but I did not know that you got bowled out. I think top
1: score got like fourteen maybe twenty.
2: Sounds like you need to get two ringers in, mate.
1: Part when, uh, uh, part when we're going up. Yeah, it sounds like we need yeah, it sounds like we need two ringers in. Um, we could all just do with a bit of a net, to be honest. I would
0: yeah. only be good at
1: heckling them. I know wouldn't be heckling. Legend. Oh yeah, sledging.
2: Well oh. fucking heckling. What do you think you're a comedy geek? <laughs>
0: Well, I'd only be able so, to the sledging. You. you wouldn't want my move bowl
2: and definitely will not have me bat. Yeah. So, um, our office has got a cricket team. So, I signed up for it and um, they sent you around a bit of a Google sheet where you put your details in and it says like name, Battle Bowl, and then previous experience. Have I told you this? And, no, like,
1: you gave us a little bit of a insight into that. Like, of course, a bunch of auditors starting a cricket team start an XL to begin with.
2: But yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like Battle Bowl, I was like, I am equally as bad at Eva currently, so Specialist I don't know what fielder. to put. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to put wicket-keeper-batsman, because that's what he used to be, but I mean, my back would not let me wicket-keep for a 20-hour game anymore. Um, I mean, and then the um, experience, I've not played in, what, nearly 10 years, so I was like, age group cricket, and everyone else was like men's league and club cricket and stuff, but I just I just wanted to play there for a laugh. Are you,
0: what time frame are you looking at
2: to go back to playing
0: cricket?
2: Um, I don't know. I'm just going to see. I'm just registering interest and see. And if I'll be able to play, I can play. But I'm not too bothered either way.
1: We'll see. Um, how's your How's your week been then, Jed? Other than um, signing up for a cricket team you're never going to get into?
2: Yes. Uh, that... That was probably um, not one of the highlights. Uh, Yeah, spent the week in the beautiful seaside town of Grimsby with work. Um, Yeah, I probably wouldn't be going back in a non-professional capacity in a hurry. Um, But, I mean, it is what it is. You have to go sometimes. Uh, Yeah, I was going
0: to say, it sounds like it had bugs, fish
2: and chips. Yeah, I didn't actually have fish and chips um, because... I live by the rule, because my mum and dad live in a place where fish and chips are, some would say, um, known nationwide, um, I don't tend to have fish and chips anywhere else, which I don't know. It's just a rule that I now live by. Um, that's, that, that's a bit poor, Jeff. Why is it poor?
0: So if you ought to Blackpool, you want
2: not have fish and chips? I mean... Potentially, it depends which restaurant we went to. But unless it's a specific fish and chips restaurant, I won't I tend to have fish and chips.
0: Oh, I'm not talking about like a
2: Chinese fish and chip. No, it was like there was like a nice pub, pub bar kind of thing we went to, and on the menu was like Grimsby uh, fish and chips, and I was "Oh like,
0: no, no, you need nah, sh- the fish and chips where you get the the blue fork, the salt coming out of that massive
1: container." Mm. You know you know you're in the right place when you get fish and chips in like that massive container, like you you hear it and then you just hear salt spattering about a, like a meter squared yeah. of yeah. just paper. It's brilliant. And that's
2: what you like need. Like when you pass a gritter on the motorway, it's just <laughs> firing off on
1: all directions. Just Car- cars outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The salt comes out of the fish and chip shop and cars outside are often to put the windscreen wipers on. Yeah. Yeah, rats. dented paint
2: work outside. Uh, but yeah, week, week's been all right yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, uh, watched the Challenge Cup semi final, a valiant effort by the Mighty, Mighty Saints with a couple of injuries. Oh, did you go? So, uh, no, I watched it. Um, I watched it with Friend of the Pod and Resident Wigan fan. So that wasn't good watching it with him. Uh, I can imagine.
0: Did a mistake me to every try. I've only watched highlights, but Yeah, well
2: seen that way. Yeah. Wigan's last try was like a a drop ball from Saints. Uh, Marshall picked it up and basically went seventy meters. So quick boy. Yeah, he is quite quick. Um, but yeah, so that was probably a low light and then managed to get a couple of NRL games in. Nico Hines is doing it again for my super coach team which is just brilliant. Uh, I know Papi's supposedly going to be out for a few weeks with a fresh hamstring injury, but I've got Dylan Edwards on the bench to bring in. So I don't think that's a bad swap, personally. But yeah, apart from that, not much to report. I'm going away again this week, down to Windsor, which should be good. Um, yeah, just kind of just taking every day as it comes. Brad, how was your week, Ben? Uh,
0: yeah, good. Back end of the week was better from the start, simply. Well... Bank Holiday week it so was a bit, bit busy with work. It's only four days, cramming to, well, cramming for five days into four. Um, I will make a confession. I did try and watch "Guardians of the Galaxy," however, a barrier of fifteen
1: pounds having to pay for the film. Fifteen pounds. That oh, doesn't I doesn't like. Brad, uh, you could pay for Disney Plus and watch it for like a fiver.
2: Alright, I'm doing. I'm Dior in here. Yeah, home, Brad, carry on. So
0: that was a barrier which was not like
2: you tried very hard. Yeah, it?
0: I wasn't. I wasn't willing to. This is Friday evening. Got
2: got in from work. But... Right, Guardians of the Galaxy on Amazon Prime. You can rent it for three forty nine. And I found that out in thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, you've not tried yeah. hard enough there, Brad. Nah, it, yeah. Look, look. If you don't, if you don't want to watch it, that's fine. But no, you're going to have I'm... to be prepared to take grief for not having to watch it.
0: I'm creating yeah. the podcast. I don't want people thinking that. I don't watch films. I'm not sure how watching one
2: film will. Um, honestly, everyone it. I've spoke to thinks that you've lived under a rock for the past 26 years.
0: Can I just say, honestly, that whatever that TV <laughs> programme was, I've asked about 10 people if they know what it is, and no one knows what it is.
1: What, Parks and Rack?
2: Yeah. Or Blue Mountain State? Uh, well, I, I didn't ask anyone about Blue Mountain State. Parks and Rack? How? Who, are you've been, who have you been speaking to?
0: <laughs> my my friend, but well, my f- friend's not from you. Friends. friends, well, there's not many of them. But well, um, you've yeah. been
1: putting it on your WWE forums on Reddit again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, my subreddit forum. That's that's the, that's the one. No, oh, and I even I was like using it, and it, it doesn't even look like I want to watch it either.
2: Reddit user. Solly underscore, underscore John Cena, right? Has anybody watched Parks and Rec? <laughs> no, we're a bunch That's of 12-year-olds from Eccles. Of course we yeah. not.
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I didn't watch that. Um, and then I had a nice little trip to Cumbria yesterday, which has led me into the kind of state I'm in right
2: now. Um, maybe in pain, but it's all... Can you describe your current state in one word?
0: Uh, hurting. I am Did you seeing, get a result though? Oh yeah, so obviously rocks up to Cumbria and we always know they're gonna be like a big set of big set of boys, but they all looked like we kind of felt like we defeated before we uh before the whistle blew. I know. Oh I love bu- games like that. Played Ruby before. Um you always you always check check the check the boys out, and you always you always in your head go, "Fuck me, they're big oh oh." oh. They were quite talented too, and they played the week before against a team that battered us. So we were like all oh, this and got not a bad result out of them. So we were a little bit apprehensive going into kickoff. Then during the training, it looked massive, and then once we got like the kit on, and then. Actually, like lined up against him, they were just like half the size, of us. it was quite weird, really. So, obviously, they kicked to us first kick off, ball comes to me off the back fence, just oh. just running absolutely just like set the tone, really. And we went like 12 nil up, it's class, so quite early, we were expecting to win. And our, our walk was like really flat 12 0 up, just battering and playing some like really good rugby. They, they get one back to 12 4. And then in the last like five to ten of the first half, we went to twenty-four four. Right, oh, we're in here. We've absolutely battered him. We're not it's hard to drop a twenty-point lead if you've already put twenty-four points on him. And then they just we we only went up with sixteen and we had a few injuries. Some lad like did his knee and stuff like that. So in a community of league side, so that is not what you want because you're not really that fit. Oh, fitness isn't the first thing you think of when you wake up on Monday morning to be to be doing for your game on Saturday. So, so yeah, we started to flag a bit, um, and uh, what's saying? Yeah, and they started to pull it back, and they got it to 24-22, which was a nightmare. And then the the second half, the ref just completely like, do you know when like a ref just changes? So he wants to make it a bit more fair with the game. You could have yeah. just battered him and it, 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 it he it was even like like wired up to the line and lino was saying oh he's knocked it on or or like fall All right, past. so one minute
2: they were wired up to the line out in a game of Northwest Men's League. That's absolutely mental.
0: Yeah, well I said that, I was like, how's he seeing that kick's gone out on the full and then my half back's gone oh he's, he's, he's actually lined up and when I was on the, when I came off and my like after my stint. I could hear the, the line of talking to the talking to the ref, like saying, Oh, he's not that on and the ref just gone, Oh play on and we're like that's,
1: that's, that's absolutely, absolutely mad.
0: Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. So and it's um so yeah, so they clawed it back. I must say at twenty four I think it was twenty four fourteen, we actually went over, but the lad's obviously gone down the wing, carried on running, actually gone into the end goal, like, didn't put the ball down. What? So he's, he's gone. He's like broke down the wing, and then he's gone to come inside, to go under the stick. He's gone in touch, you know. So the touch, they had a touch just didn't they? So he's gone. Oh, he's, he's gone into touch, so they had tip it down, So we couldn't really put it into bed, but but yeah, we scored like the last last uh, moment of the game, and just bounced it everywhere. Quality. And then, obviously, I sent you a few photos and videos of the old celebrations on some yeah. random, well, random
1: scaffolding. Yeah, so
2: the the celebration videos I, I was going to bring up now, yeah, the random scaffolding in the middle, middle of a cumbrian field with the um, sponsor of the scaffolding and not the <laughs> pod of it. So, I mean, I've never kind of seen a... Um, a sponsor that's advertised by, like, constructing what they make.
0: Yeah, it's quite creative, really.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. I mean, it's up there with next-level marketing. And my next question would be, why were you singing a Liverpool song?
0: Oh, so there was three lads that came that just got – I think one was from the night before, and then – wait, wait, wait. You can't say you've created everything, Jed. Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, yeah, so there's three lads there and they were all proper tanked up, pissed, and they just like they were singing for like 80 minutes. It was ridiculous. And they started singing on that scaffolding. And to be fair, I think Cumbria's a bit, not doing she Cumbria, so there quite a few people there. I think there must have been about like 50, 60 people watching and like, because they decided to get back at us in the second half, they were proper like shelling us and giving it us. And um, at the end, they must have, they, they just walked off the, the opposition team, shook our hands, and just went, oh no, I, we just, I remember mentally just battered them in that first half and got away with it. But nah, and then obviously, Boozy bust back. It was, uh, it was good, really, really good fun. Um, so that's my weekend so far. And then, didn't sleep last night,
2: so watched all of the UFC. Nice. Uh, Okay, before we move on, we just want to touch on football. Obviously, Champions League in the week. Liverpool did a job. Um, The City-Real Madrid game was absolutely insane. But early predictions for the Champions League final? What were we thinking?
0: Um, I reckon... I think Liverpool's got to be favourites, but there's something about the Real Madrid spirit, which is like you can't really write them off. There's no way they should have come close to City over the two legs, but I think they must have played for like over the 180 minutes. They must have played well for like 30 of them, 180 minutes, and got a result, which is outrageous. It you was know, weird
1: I, how they just turned it on, wasn't it, right at the yeah, end?
0: Yeah, but I was listening to, I think it was Julian Lescott who, after the City game on Wednesday, and he said every turnaround they've done, they've just done it at the Burnabout. so it'll be interesting
2: to see what they do at the... Is it part of part of, Paris? Part de Paris, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've someone made a comment which I summed it up for me, and I can't remember who it was, but they said if the final was over two legs, Real Madrid would win it, but if it's one game at a neutral ground, Liverpool've got. I think they've got it in them. Mm-hmm.
0: They did knock you out of the Champions
2: League last year, though, didn't they? Yeah, last year the the season that famously Liverpool had one of the biggest injury crises since St. Allen's this year.
1: Did, oh, uh, yeah. Did, I'm, I'm sure if we go back in Twitter history, I'll we'll find Brad tweeting about that too. Oh, 100% Brad. I mean,
2: <laughs> in a thousand years, historians will kind of like place things in time due to Brad's tweets. Like any major sporting <laughs> event, sports historians will just use Brad's Twitter. I don't really tweet about Liverpool too much. Because just in your head. You tweet yeah. about Salford Chris Kendall. <laughs>
0: Salford, Chris Kendall. I, tw- I like to tweet about United because that's what that always gets a few like a few bites because a lot of my mates are United fans. So um, I've calmed down on Twitter actually. I think being a lo- allowing myself to hide behind a podcast. Profilers let me um <laughs> let me evolve into into a different sort of tweeter these days.
2: No, yeah. To be fair, I I love the anonymous tweeting.
0: Oh, it's it's different, so it? I don't know. I'm not the result. I see why little kids, twelve year olds, are sat behind a photo of Mo Salah saying he's
2: the best player in the world.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> is your, is I just love like, get, I just love giving pop shit <laughs> via tweets. <laughs>
1: Anonymous, but not anonymous. Yeah, yeah.
2: Pat can I, I, I do want to
0: touch on the football, but Pat, has anyone actually asked about your land rover discovery, mountain climbing, extraordinary? Sorry, I'm
1: not getting into this. Look, I have fun. <laughs> <one. laughs> <laughs> I am. Um,
0: Pat's podcast.
1: What do the... you mean? getting into <laughs> it. Right. What I'm gonna my my last <laughs> attempt to um to uh, to prove to you that this looks fun was the week before we were there the weekend before we were there um all the sky team principals went and tested the innius Gren- grenadier in the same place and they took a load of drone footage of it so when they make that look really good i'll send you the footage and you'll be like oh that does look fun
2: yeah, all right, can't wait. Uh, just as well as a bit of an impartial view, I did send said video of you driving up the flat hill to a winged creature, and he found it one of the funniest things uh, he's ever seen.
0: <laughs> I reckon he would really, he could really articulate how flat that hill was.
2: Oh, one hundred percent. Next time you see him, as well, ask him about both. His... <laughs> <laughs> ask him about his night in Shrewsbury prison. Next time you see him, he's got a funny story. <laughs> right, right. It's like, um, is do you know one of them like hotel prison experiences?
1: That oh. sounds
2: awful. Yeah, ask him about it. Very funny. I he mean, so- we might get him on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We might get him on to speak about it. Um, yeah, would would highly recommend. He sent me like three minutes worth of voice notes <laughs> explaining this story. <laughs> it just sounded a bit <laughs> worse. <laughs> But like, I think it was you originally said it. He's just got a life skill of attracting weirdos.
1: Oh yeah, him, him yeah. and his um, future him and, brother-in-law. Yeah, him and his future brother-in-law. Honestly, just they're like they're like weirdo magnets. Yeah, <laughs> like, spend a it's weekend with, him and you're like, all oh, right, okay, here we go again.
2: All right, Brad, you said you wanted to touch on some more football. Uh... Is that because? Everton are going to be playing Bristol City in a couple of years.
0: Uh, no, actually, did you see um, Everton fan Stephen Gerrard helping out the boys yesterday? Nice little three-one victory for the Villa. So he's helping out. To see me support with a passion. Um, so, well, we've got a big game today, in Leicester. I really wanted them to go into extra time midweek, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of football to talk about actually because. Leicester, obviously, were away at Roma. Lost 1-0, didn't they? So, they, yeah. they were out. Um, you had Rangers getting to the Europa. Is it the, yeah, Europa Cup final. Europa League final, yeah, yeah. Which is meant... To, did you see how loud the fanbase was? Yeah, looked mad. Outrageous. Yeah. I'd love to go to Ibrox. And uh, is it Celtic Park? Yeah, it's Celtic yeah. Park. Just just simply for the atmosphere. Um, like going to Anfield. Like, you on a weekly basis, eh? Hey? Yeah.
2: Yeah, mate. Best, honestly. Champions League nights at Anfield are the best atmosphere I've ever witnessed.
0: <laughs> well, by the TV.
2: I've actually been to one Champions League game at Anfield. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. I went to I Champions League game this season at United, and the
2: atmosphere was absolutely horrendous. So oh. you I'm go hospitalised at all? Yeah, <laughs> that's why the atmosphere was horrendous. You were inside <laughs> scoffing pies. Didn't fucking watch the football.
1: <laughs> Having seconds of match' yeah, Oh, yeah. there's a football on. <laughs>
2: what did you do, Madrid? Here, yeah. Come on, lad. <laughs> check, check this drop out. The us take over. It's happening.
0: Sack that football off. Um, no, I can appreciate good atmosphere. And I think Liverpool do possess that, especially on Champions League night. Um I think they might have got a bit quiet yesterday when Heung-Min Son scored uh, um a well worked goal, really. So is that the yeah, time can't to over? It.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably, but can't say I watched it. So.
1: <laughs>
0: That's very not dismissive. Much to add. That is such a dismissive comment from a Liverpool fan, of I'm not talking about, not talking about Liverpool
1: today.
0: <laughs> 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 if anything, you had some sort of context to the, to the title race, but you just can't, didn't watch it, can't say
2: anything. No, nah, title race over, can't say I watched it. Like a
0: 12-year-old <laughs> kiddin' pot like with sweets going, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm eating him oh, oh
2: yeah. I don't want to talk about it fuck off <laughs> oh here he is oh here he is Everton are going down and he's throwing stick at everyone else you'll be oh, yeah. calling Pat Bloodbunny next Pat- yeah oh, here, I
0: here we go, yeah. go yeah. <laughs> this must have been oh. the worst the worst sporting you yesterday saint <laughs> Helens get beat and Liverpool draw to lose a title race
2: I don't know how you cope yesterday I'm Nobody Penrith is. lost on Friday oh, <laughs> I'm having true. a frigging nightmare of a weekend <laughs> It was a good oh, did, game. Can, a good game. I How what did Leicester it? do yesterday? The plane today. Oh, Leicester lost too. Leicester lost against Leinster. Yeah, I had, had a nightmare last week. 14. Yeah, last week I tweeted like Liverpool won, Penrith won, Saints won, Leicester won. Today, this week they've all lost. It's not bad good.
0: O- bad omen with
2: that. Bad omen. Do you know what is a good omen? The cheese die in his hair. Oh, yeah. Over. Do like it? Top omen. Uh carry on about the football, Brad, sorry. But not oh. Liverpool. We've talked <laughs> about them.
0: Yeah, so I just want to touch on something. So yesterday in League Two, I know it's a bit far down from where all our respective teams no, are. No, Everton
2: will be there soon, don't worry.
0: Don't worry about that. Um so yeah, so they needed it's between them and Doncastle. Oh, so let me just do a little bit of buying. I've already done a bit, bit of preparation. Is this the Luton game? Uh, no, no Bristol. Luton's in the championship. So, League 2, yeah. So, it's between Northampton and Bristol Rovers, both on the same points. But uh, Northampton had five goal... Uh, no, four goal um, advantage on like goal difference. So, Northampton won 3-1. So, essentially, Bristol needed to win 7-0 uh, yesterday to get automatic promotion. Gunfart turned up played the kids, average age of 20, and got beat 7-0. Fucking so Couldn't write
1: it. <laughs> you love it. Absolutely br-
0: love it. So Bristol Rovers got um, automatic promotion on off the back of winning
2: 7-0. To be yeah. fair, I'm looking at the bottom of uh, League 2 here, and Oldham did absolutely dog, and Scunthorpe finished 12 points below them.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Scunthorpe of not in the... N- National League, any-
2: not in the Football League anymore. Yeah, one of minus 61 goal difference in a season. Oh, that's not good. Must be tough, that must it
1: Sat like them down in the conference now then?
2: Yeah, them, Oldham. I, don't, I think Barrow might still have a chance of getting up in Stevenage, but yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's... I know quite a few Oldham fans and they're not happy about how the club's been run and there's been a lot of protests and so... it's not good.
0: I saw a post yesterday that there was more stewards guiding the home fans than there was the away fans. Yeah. That might be reflective of how many away fans turned up, but at least you got a good final game. 3-3 is a nice little result.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to um, this week's week's topic. Bradley, you've chosen it. Do you want to introduce it? Uh, Yeah.
0: So, just having a bit of thinking during the week, as it was my turn this week. um, And I just came across... It used to be a TV programme, not sure if it is anymore, but I saw someone about putting a certain sporting event or sporting item sort of thing into Room 101, and I thought that would be quite a good addition to the pod or a good chat. Now, I know we said three each, but we could ramble a lot on specific ones, so I'm not sure if you want to do one each and then we'll see how it goes, or... We'll
2: go from there. Um, no, I'm happy doing three each, to be honest. I've got three. My third one I'm not quite confident on, so I don't think I'll be able to ramble for it ramble about it for loads. I've uh, about about Chris Kendall a for 45 I for five minutes. No, yeah, I know you could. And <laughs> everyone knew that was coming up, <laughs> but, but like we'll just we'll just calm it. <laughs> like I think honestly, in your state, Brad, if you talked about Chris Kendall for too long, I think you might collapse. Yeah, I'll like turn sleep on. deprivation. I mean, if you I can already see that vein popping out the side of your head. Just t- turn <laughs> to your left slightly. Can you see it, but? Oh, I can see it. <laughs> oh Brad. That's a
1: bad lad.
0: <laughs> I just need a shower. Man. Oh, and sorry.
1: I... Sorry, of oh, yeah. shower will do that, mate. I'm I'm sure. Shower and I can run a marathon. But so
0: right, yeah, so um there's no no real like gold posts on what anything got a whole sport in there if you wanted to, which would maybe offend a lot of people, or certain aspects of a sport in which you are interested, which you'd like to put in room 101 one and not see again. Um, I think we'll go. Jed, do you want to go first this week?
2: Yeah, I will do. So this is the one that I'm not. I'm not that confident on rambling about, uh and I did I did struggle to think of a third, but. This is a bit of a gripe, and it is something that if this sport changed this about it, it would be a lot easier to keep up with, and I'd be potentially more interested in it. And it is the amount of titles there are in boxing. Yeah, good
0: shout. I um, quite enjoy that, actually, uh, because there are
2: a lot. I mean, it just makes it like, as somebody... To somebody who's not like a like in very, very like involved fan in boxing, but I don't mind it and like would watch it if it was on. But it just makes it so hard to keep up with. And then I just can't be asked. So I only just watch the big fights that everyone watches.
0: Yeah, and I think especially when you compare it to what the UFC do in that they've just got one champion and then everyone Yeah. It what all the what happens in boxing and I'll just touch on from my my sort of knowledge perspective, is that because there's so many belts, you could have four different world champions, and
2: yeah, there's like four different obviously, boards. Isn't obviously,
0: you, that could make up two matches, but inevitably, it makes up four matches, and then some of them you can get rematched. So, then you're looking at before you get like undisputed champion. That's why, obviously, when Josh Taylor did it at the back end of last year, in which he should have won Sports Personality of the Year for it, or even got, got like a mention. It's it's actually mental when someone wins every single top belt. So there's four main governing bodies, and then one which is a bit shit, which is what Chris Eubank won and said he was a world world champion, but no one actually. It, it's quite weird too because a lot of people just, I think a lot of people go off the Ring Magazine belt at the minute as the actual undisputed world champion because that's that's a weird belt, wrong made belt anyway. But I think I haven't. Ring the ring magazine belt or WBC they're like the top accurate ones
2: yeah but it's like in the Fury White fight the other week when they just fucking randomly made up another belt and just put a union jack on it and just was like here you go we'll just go for this WBC union belt or whatever the fuck it was called yeah they honestly just make it up and then these lads British champion continental champion Commonwealth champion former Olympic champion fucking world champion honestly it just it's just ridiculous it needs to stop mark the date this is where this is our second Twitter um, campaign of make boxing more simple for the casual fans
0: Jed you said at the start of the podcast you don't really like boxing or UFC so we touched on it but you've just been quite passionate about belts in, in boxing so I like it of you got any comment on that or you strike me as a boxing fan
1: uh, no, I'm I'm in jazz camp. Here, boxing needs to be more accessible for the masses. Yes, make
2: more bit bro. Make boxing more accessible. That's a better, shorter way of what I said. Okay, I'll
0: go next because mine is also boxing, and this is more quite like more well, more like a rounded shape, which can touch into sort of quite a lot of sports, but. R- Room 101, it's got to be dickhead fans who fight at the boxing because it's been now every single boxing event, big or small, people fighting in the crowd. And it's absolutely ridiculous. I know it's nothing to do directly with, with actual sport, but it's, it's quite. You see it to when you're watching a boxing fight, everyone's looked to the right or looks to the left because, you know, a different scrap's going on. There's just too much like, testosterone floating around.
2: Yeah, and um if there is a scrap going on in the crowd, as another uh favourite podcast of ours once said, that's taking the eyes off the um the fight that's going on in the ring. Agreed.
0: Agreed it is, yeah.
2: So because no who doesn't it. love two absolutely drunk ba- drunk uh <laughs> <laughs> drunk bladdered blokes absolutely swinging for each other?
0: It must just be a thing. Some people must just, I think a lot of it is intoxication or of the alcohol and recreational drugs kind. And of I think, oh, fuck okay, it, we'll have it here. We'll, we'll just go and, go and fight. I was at an event, I went to a boxing event in Newcastle, and literally, like two rows in front of me, just to the right, just, there's about 15 lads just scrapping. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is, this is I, I hate fighting. Just it is. On, in like the streets or in a in a clubs. It's just stupid. It's just reckless in it. So when people go to the boxing, it, it, you just, you wanna be there to watch boxing, not watch two old guards just going at it like no man.
1: Yeah, but it's no, It's like I, one thing they're just on the fighting at uh, any sporting um event though. I like, have noticed at the end of the now it's the end coming the end of the season, there's like who was it like Rotherham been promoted? There was like a I was watching a video from like a Rotherham game where basically the game finished and everyone just poured onto the pitch and the away fans and the home fans just had a massive scrap in the middle. It's just like, what's the point? Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't get people who...
2: There's genuinely, like, groups of fans and I'm, I'm going to generalise football, which just know that on a Saturday they're going out just to scrap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Southern Island fans.
2: Yeah. Or as well... Uh, touching on Sto- Stone Island i followed the get the bad gin Twitter account <laughs> off the uh, <laughs> off the pod Twitter give it a, give it a look it's an absolute corker of an account I did see it I thought
0: why is this popping up and then obviously that makes a lot more sense now yeah, but really,
2: um... so funny go on next next. shall we move on
1: yeah I'm happy Bye. to do my number three unfortunately it's not boxing related and it's a little bit um, this is a bit of a gripe but I feel bad bringing this up actually because I think broadly this competition's done more for the sport than it has done sort of bad, bad. Um, but how the Cricket 100 competition has aimed to simplify cricket but in doing so has made it more complex like yeah. the way that, the, way that like, the scoring is presented and all the oh yes instead of just saying it's six like I just don't get it, and it really, really, really annoys me. Like, why would we try and engage people who aren't interested in cricket, and then tell them or or show them a different way of how the rest of the sport does it? I just don't get it, and it's it's something that really, really upsets me. Uh, With this,
0: I do actually like the the way the hundred presented their scoring and stuff like that. I think I like the concept of the hundred, but that I am as casual as you like with cricket, so. I can understand as to why you cricket heads might not have appreciated it as much, but I thought it was a nice... I thought it was a fun concept, and I think it was...
1: Oh, I, like te- the I like the concept. I like the concept of it. I just... I think there was no need to change change things so much that to be, like, trying to engage people that aren't in, interested in cricket, they should have just... There's some things you just should remain the same.
0: Yeah, I agree, but then... You've got to always grow the sport. If you if it becomes stagnant, it kind of dies with age, doesn't it?
2: Um, yeah. So, I this is something that has really kind of um, I don't know. It's divided myself almost since it's kind of gone on. But like, what annoys me about it is what the ECB tried to do is they tried to copy the big bash, the IPL the Caribbean Premier League of a franchise T20 tournament that are all popular and just didn't make a franchise T20 tournament and just made up another sport. Yeah. And it's not about it being accessible for the masses. Like they could have easily, like like a bit with uh, Channel 4 and how they do in Rugby League, like explaining stuff and like actually going through the game. Like they've just changed terms just so people get it rather than like explaining the terms because like people who get hundred terminology of like the five balls in an over and whatever and it's an out instead of a wicket like it just doesn't make sense because and it's not called an over yeah if they were going to go and watch test cricket they'd be like well i don't know what any of these terms mean and surely it's about growing the game in all formats not just the one made up format that's not played anywhere else in the world
1: yeah, and in some ways it's then distancing people from the sport rather than getting them more involved. Cause like, say if you've never even been interested in cricket, you start watching the hundred, and then you're like, Oh, we'll go and watch a game of twenty twenty, because that's all the rage, and everyone thinks, you know, like that that's big all over the world. Yeah. You'd go there and be like, I I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I like, agreed. And like even like the biggest stars
2: like um go and play test cricket in the middle of the, the hundred and it's like, well, surely we need to have them playing the whole tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah. But why? Why have we? Why have we put the hundred in and then kept the Vitality T Twenty Blast? I like, understand yeah, why we've done just, that, but it should have just been a replacement. One or the other. Yeah, ever. agreed. Yeah, one
2: hundred
0: percent. Do you think the T Twenty Blast is dying a little bit, or that's why it's kind of brought 100 to revivicate it? Is in. I don't it's think two, it's two different teams, really, isn't it? Like, the 100, obviously, you've got the draft, and then you've got your T20, Blassey Art, kind of like, on reflection, two different teams, aren't they? Like...
1: Yeah, no, but there's loads more T20 teams as well.
0: I think one thing that the
1: 100's been good for is um, creating, like, an equal platform for women's and men's, uh, the, the same women's and men's format of cricket. So I think what they could have just done is completely reformatted T20, new teams, new franchises, um, and then launch the the women's equivalent alongside that. I don't think they could have just been like, like, let's just keep the T20. How
0: how do you then go to sort of Lancashire Cricket Club and go, oh, Lancashire Lightning needs to now rebrand itself to a completely different franchise, and then all the work Lancashire Lightning has done for Lancashire Cricket They'll go, well, we want to keep it as Lancashire Lightning because it's been going for 10, 15 years or however long it's been going. Yeah, the... 10,
1: 15. Sorry, one minute. 10, no, 15, no, 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> How long has it been going for? I don't
0: actually
2: have What, to Lancashire like... County Cricket Club? No,
0: Lancashire Lightning, like T20.
2: Oh, right. Probably oh, about okay. 20 years, 25 yeah, years. Yeah. Um, the problem with, like, I do agree, but the problem with, like, just scrapping the vitality and making a franchise competition would have been like the teams like Derbyshire uh, Essex South uh, Somerset um who wouldn't have a franchise playing at their home ground they would have lost out on a lot of revenue from like yeah. TV and tickets and stuff like that but yeah I don't really know the answer I probably wouldn't have gone this extreme first. I think the Vitality Blast could have been re, um, reformatted instead of just north south. I think like north, east, and west, and like split into three conferences instead of two, and then gone a little bit like that, less games, but a bit more emphasis on the games, I think would have been good. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, it was only the first year last year, a bit of TV problems, but I do agree the terminology change is just absolutely ridiculous.
1: I'm glad, because that was my weakest
2: one, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jed. my I think, all right, this one's definitely going to... This one's going to cause, cause controversy, I think. But I didn't know what aspect of this sport to put in Room 101. So I've just decided to put the whole sport in. Nice. Ooh, football. Oh, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting football. Go on. Right, so obviously, we've touched on fans, football fans, stupid, just ridiculous. So much trouble, home and away, everywhere. Um, on social, social media. media. Yeah. So, yeah, social media was my next point. Like the amount of people that get riled up, abuse people, so many hiding behind script photos of Rich Allison, uh, giving people <laughs> abuse. <laughs> well, you said Mo Salah before, so I was just, I was just giving you one back. Um, and then it's stuff like rolling around injured on the floor, and diving, and simulation, and being soft. What really annoys me: crowding around the ref and giving the ref dogs abuse, and just compl- just um, yeah, just no discipline whatsoever. And my final one, which is a really niche point, is how bad football physios are at strapping players when they have injured mid-game. <laughs> yeah, that's a good oh. shout, actually. <laughs>
0: Did you see Phil Codens over with
2: his head? Yeah, I mean, like rugby (laughs) league physios and rugby union physios. If somebody needs strapping, if somebody's got a cut or needs their ankle doing or anything like that, they're good, quick, neat, efficient. But football physios just look like, do you know when we played at, at uni and the bag had just like the dregs of all the strapping in it? And, like, you just did not know what strapping to use because you had such a bad choice. It's like these football clubs that are worth millions and billions of pounds have got that strapping. So, yeah, so there were that many things about the sport that, um, and the fact that I'm shit at it as well that probably uh, contributes. Comments?
0: Um, I definitely think it's bold putting the biggest sport in the world as a whole, in room one hundred and one, there are definitely aspects of the sport that needs to change because it's sh- it's just so different to the sports that kind of like we enjoy a little bit more sort of thing. So obviously, rugby league, cricket to to an extent, and I think it boils down to like sportsmanship. Uh, kind of being like more of a gentleman and stuff like that do you know what I mean like more like yeah. respect, more respectful and, and that definitely needs to change because it's just got it's got some sort of like like agenda around it where it's just not it doesn't seem like it's in a nice environment does it no definitely not um, part your like, thoughts
1: yeah I, I don't Putting a whole sport like football in a room 101. Yeah, I think people would just replay. Like, the the problem is about, I think the respect thing is a problem. I think players rolling around on the floor is a, a problem. I think the physio things, I think the social media thing is like, if you took football out of the equation, people would just find another thing to get riled up about. That's what I don't like about like if we were doing a non social a non sport room one hundred one I'd put social media in in, in yeah off, I, mean, I think that's a problem bigger I than disagree. the sport itself.
0: I think sports social media could be just one that you could put in, couldn't it? Because it's, yeah, it's just imagine like if you watch like Premier Premier League years from two thousand anywhere from like two thousand to two thousand and ten, it's just like proper football, proper like. Like do you know, like news segments where you're like, actually that is news. Where if you didn't many years on on twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one, it'd be like talking about absolute rubbish, The news bit, which is I think just mirrors what society's
2: like at the minute. So Yeah. I, football I do... journalism's also a ridiculous thing.
1: Like, do you know you know the whole kick it out initiative for like racism in football? Do you think that in like two thousand and two players received as much racist abuse as they did as they do now. Yeah, but I think
2: in society it was it, it was a different thing. Like, yeah, I don't I think, think that... that was a specific football problem. I think that was a societal problem. Yeah. yeah.
1: But and I just it... think, like, the fact that you can message, message a football player to racially abuse them directly, I think
2: it's just Yeah, like, what happened in America. the Euros with, like, um, the England penalty takers getting racially abused is just, like, a mental thing. Like yeah. it just should not be happening. Like, yeah. like people, like who thinks that's all right?
0: I think, I think it boils down to like, our access now to our favorite sports stars, our favorite people, our, our idols. It literally could be within a click of a button that you send something to them, and then they send something back to you. Which I think, is obviously, it. social media is good for a lot of things, but it it's got you've got to be careful. You, there's reasons why you have all these footballers with like um, media management companies, which I don't really agree with per se, but, mate, if you're a footballer and you're on Twitter and you've got 15,000... say we play for United, you've got 15,000 United fans just tweeting at you saying I'll shit you are out i mean been to Bruce. Like no, no one in the right mind could be able to like, handle that unless you no, are. No. Yeah, agree. Like...
1: But it's not even. It's not even like professional footballers. Like, have you seen on Twitter where like referees will get announced for a game, and then people start applying to it, being like, "He's a prick," and he gave so and so a yellow card when they shouldn't have. In 2017. Don't 2017. talk about
0: Brad's Twitter like that. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but, but we're not out the people like that. <laughs> I must say, when I do when I, when I do chat shit about Chris Chris Kendall specifically, or over roughly over man over like I'd never do it like abusing with it, or and I'd never just directly put them in the tweet. And if Chris Kendall's ever searched his name on Twitter, and my tweets have come up, I do apologise to the point where it may have offended you, but you are a shite referee, so <laughs> He's <laughs> probably
1: old, you know,
2: Brad. Brad, that's so bad. You've proved you, this is, you just proved Jed's point. Our name was put to this podcast as yeah. well, you know. Jed
1: <laughs> Jed's putting Brad in room one a lot. got all the other social media abusers on, on football. Hell.
0: He ruined my grand final moment, so Oh
1: my god,
2: you would never winning in that grand final. Just <laughs> well, fucking not, get over it. You to Old Trafford to watch Salford. Be be thankful. Not,
0: not with not with that. Um no, that's true, they wouldn't win, eh? But no, like, I, I, it's ridiculous whenever you do it directly. It just, you never go up to somebody in the street and go, oh, you're shit." Well, some people probably would, but it just doesn't make sense to me. But I think, obviously, we have gone on a tangent about football as a whole.
2: Yeah. Brad, uh, do you want to go next?
0: Um, I feel like I'm following you with guys from Sport to Sport. And if your next ones will be League, then... We've got a lot to talk about in sync, but mine, with, mine would be with football. But I think we should learn from rugby league or rugby union with like, time management, and I think that would help like a lot of a lot of aspects of the sport. Like don't have any time. Oh yeah, just take the,
2: the
0: just take the clock off when the when the ball goes out for throwing, goal kick, right, clocked off as soon as you kicks the ball, clocked on.
1: Yeah, it's you, not hard.
0: You, you can even change it from a ninety-minute game to to a to, a, to a, an eighty-minute game. And just do it that way because it's just ridiculous how, how much time is wasted. Like when we I was be- when I was growing up and I used to like playing that, I was like, Oh, you can have the ball for six seconds in your hand. I remember playing like FIFA when you're younger. If you he had the keeper on the keeper's hand, he'd caught six seconds. Now they have it in their hands like fifteen, twenty like fifteen to twenty seconds, just like fanning around and there's no like repercussions and I think that would then like cut out all like this play acting someone's injured right we'll just stop the clock I know that's like, sometimes to do not with really time-wasting a lot of it's to do with like, killing momentum which I know a lot of people don't think about but just it's, with football Is this your number two Brad? Yeah I, we are going on my number two weren't we?
1: Yeah, yeah 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 okay just check in yeah
0: I just think it's something that it does need to change but I think it'll change the whole like dynamic of how, how you watch a football game
1: yeah Agree. I think so. I completely agree with that. I think um not to jump the gun, but that was actually my number one. But I've I've got a short list, so I'll I'll sub something in for, for the next one. But I was completely gonna agree. The other thing I think is if you go down as a football player and it causes a disruption to the game, you have to spend four minutes off the perch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I also agree with that. Because if you're down and injured enough to disrupt the game, you need you need enough attention to make sure you're all right. Yeah. yeah, and
2: if they're down, looking like they've just had their sh- leg shot off, Clock's and then their off. team, and then their team breaks, they're fucking up quicker than
1: yeah. You can stay injured. I yeah. Honestly, that, that, it's a joke. That's the thing that winds me up the most about football. I think is I think, but like, I'd be interested. Someone somewhere, some nerd, will have recorded how long the average game of football is at the moment, like in the Premier League. It must be north of a hundred minutes.
2: Oh, easy! Like,
1: like you yeah, asking people to play football for an, an hour and forty minutes is just mad. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm
0: doing a bit of during and it does. So I've googled like how long is the ball in playing football, and there's some statistics that say the ball's been played less than sixty minutes. That's thirty minutes of watching dickheads who are on hundred grand a week roll around on the floor.
2: Or yeah, I know.
0: Trying to throw in or the nice.
2: goal kick. Do you know what the? Um... Solution is put the fucking all sporting room on all one absolute <laughs> shite sport. <laughs> Come on, that, that was like, your wait, first can, second? Can just, sorry,
0: can I say with this gent that is coming from a Liverpool, Liverpool fan who are either playing this, who are the second best team in the world and playing some of the best football that anyone's
2: ever seen? Would my life change if Liverpool FC were, weren't in it? No, it wouldn't. Like You're, You know that I'm not a massive football guy, but if I do support a team, it is Liverpool. I say it every time. Am I a football guy? No. Do you have a team? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's And you that's know my, my role in football chat in this pod is just to rally you two up and just to act <laughs> as like intermediary, <laughs> intermediary. Go on, part number two.
1: Number two for me is why do rugby union referees feel the need to go to video ref on absolutely every big decision? Like, yeah. on every occasion, they're like, oh, I'm just going to check out the stairs. It's just stupid. Pat, pat, yeah, d- agreed. Just rephrase it.
0: Put Rugby Union in Room (laughs) 101. We can't put some of the country biggest
2: sports in Room room 101. Uh, But uh, to be fair, my next one is Rugby Union. Uh, But what I would say is, even the NRL are going this way, I think. Super League have still got a good balance of the video ref not ruining the games. But Rugby Union and the NRL, I think, are going the way where there's too much involvement.
1: Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's necessary. Like I, I, like I'm not going to be one of these people that gets rid of VAR or like video ref anywhere. Like I don't want that. It's just like when a when there's a clear try scored or something clearly happens, and they're like, oh one minute, I'm just going to spend two minutes checking that." You know, thirty seconds ago, it was someone didn't knock it on. It's just daft. I hate it.
0: No, yeah, I've watched quite a few rugby union games recently, and even just that like slightest sort of, like, touch of the head, the video refs in the background going, I'm checking that, I'm checking that. And you're like, just, like, boys play. You know when it's, like, a high tackle or a dangerous tackle, and they'll just blow for anything and go to the video ref for it, won't they?
2: Yeah. And oh, oh, thing, or you. Sorry. I was going to say, another thing that annoys me is the video ref don't even make the decision. They just play it on the fucking big screen for the other ref to make the decision. <laughs> yeah. The big are yeah, screens that aren't that close that you can fucking make a decision.
1: I think for dangerous tackles and stuff, there should be like it should be a down to the captain of the team that's been affected by that tackle. So like you get like captain challenges where they no, can say, no, "No, that's ridiculous." No, like because there's some stuff where you see like there's some sending offs in the Six Nations that both you could sort of see both teams are like, "What's going yeah. on? There? Like why 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 is he getting sent off?" Um so there needs to be like there needs to be more around like like you said, Brad. Every time there's a questionable tackle, everyone the guy's like, "I'm checking it, I'm checking it, checking it." Like they should just be like, "Do we want to get that checked?" Like, does someone needs to be calling it out, yeah. saying, "That's a that's a bad challenge," and I want that check in.
0: I do think, Jed. You know, when you mentioned NRL, I know he's getting a bit. Obviously, they've got like that, the doctor and stuff now, but they've got a really good balance with like the tries. So if a try scored, the the video ref will just be checking it in the background anyway. Yeah,
2: no, yeah, which, yeah. Which I think is right. good.
0: Um, but no, I can, I do. Even though I don't watch rugby union, I do agree that rugby unions in a bit of a sorry state with the impact of uh, like third parties on the game. You, just, you, just, yeah. I think with any sport, especially like like rugby and footballs, you just want like two teams going at it and not much hindrance from someone in the middle just dictating like the pace or dictating sort of like what challenges are going in just yeah um, it's just, like I'm where the refs
2: had a good game if you've not noticed them yeah 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 alright so I move on to my third and final one which is rugby union <laughs> uh, linking nicely in it is how long the advantage lasts for for penalty advantage in rugby union
0: <laughs> and how
2: inconsistent it is that's a yeah.
0: cracker that is an absolute cracker that's a
2: really good one it ah. honestly pisses me off <laughs> to no end and it's, it's ridiculous like, there's no set There's no set rule they need to just say five phases that's what you've got or they just need to say something like that and it's like when they've camped down on their line for like 10 minutes it's like no you've not had an advantage it's like yes you have You've absolutely tired the fuck out of the opposition because they've been tackling, rucking, getting up, resetting for like <laughs> ten minutes, and there is an advantage. You're just too shy to score. If and you get, a penalty, like,
0: you get a penalty advantage in like the opposition is twenty, you basically you're either, got points.
2: Yeah, you're guaranteed you're points.
0: Three yeah. or seven, three, five or seven points. No yeah, matter what, It's just fucking go.
2: No, yeah. It's like, oh, you didn't roll away from the rook because you had to make a good cover tackle and got, like, caught in. And that just automatically means that your team's going to concede points. I just do not think some of the penalties are comparable to guaranteeing the opposition points. And they need to fucking get... They just need to change it. And I think that penalty should be two points and not three. Uh, But the inconsistency of it as well like, sometimes it lasts genuinely for fucking ever. Yeah. Is uh, it like that
0: yeah. in... Um, is it like that in just, like, community sort of...
2: Yeah. The refs in community rugby union
1: as well are not not good. I agree with that. I think it's an absolute corker, cool, Jed. Yeah, I can't. I'm not going to disagree with
2: it. Yeah. All right. nice. Well, I mean, I know that we're, we're getting pushed for time a little bit. So, Brad...
0: I've literally just thought of I have one written down but I just thought of one that was really good but I've completely forgot
2: probably because into... you're operating on two hours sleep yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Uh... the man
2: that accidentally made a tea
1: instead of a coffee
0: <laughs> it, it, quite easily done really <laughs> I'm right, not Hugo's... getting into that now <laughs> <laughs> Pat you <Pat>, <laughs> go I just need to I need to remember what this was because Matt I can't I wouldn't be just to the pod
1: if I didn't Right. My, my my one is, um, why do running races get prime time spots on television? So like when the London Marathon is on, why do the BBC spend seven hours of the day reporting on slow, overweight people running really slowly around London? I just don't get it. And actually, it, it makes me so angry. I'd put like, I'd put track sports and and sort of everything in uh, athletics related in room 101 because i think it's a complete waste of time (laughs) i mean the london
2: marathon point is an absolute snorter of a point (laughs) like why the fuck do i want to watch gene from hove running round london for three hours
1: oh, what cause are you running for? I get it. It's all for a good cause, but I'd, it doesn't need to consume an entire day's worth of television.
0: Who is watching that yeah. too? Who's going? Yeah. I, I want to watch
2: people uh, run around London. Everyone's grandparents. If I, I went around hate... to, to my grandparents on London Marathon Day, it's on the TV. Guaranteed.
0: Well, <sighs> you know just put them last year's running on and they'll be absolutely no different.
1: Yeah. Surely they should just do a feature for half an hour before the one show to say, it was the London Marathon today. This is the highlights from the people who run it. One thing I do think that's really impressive is um, the wheelchair marathon, because that's class. But yeah, that, you don't see much of that, you know. No, nah, because it's on at like 7am or something ridiculous. Yeah, honestly, that, that is my biggest gripe. I was watching running on the television.
2: Yeah, so going back to all track events, so like even in the Olympics, you're not a fan of like the hundred meters or the relay. No, or... no.
1: Yeah, I think there's like a distance cut off for me. So I think yeah. when we're when we're talking north of five thousand meter races, um, there's just please just tell me who wins. I'm not bothered.
2: Yeah, or I don't mind it in the Olympics where they just where you watching the like general program and they just cut to the marathon every now and again. Oh, yeah, he's down the that. lead. But no, and then the, just cut back, and then just yeah. go and, Then you can just go and watch skeet shooting or something like that.
1: I think that's the other thing it's, as well is that the bias of the Olympics towards running when there's so many more interesting sports being done on the same yeah, but day. right like there, like they've only got the Olympics, aren't they? And rightly so, because <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Like you know, when you meet people like I'm a runner, and you're like, "Oh, great," and you're going to be a barrel of laughs. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a runner, which probably makes like I'm there's some sort of an elite club that I'm not part of. But like, I just think it's dead boring, unless you are like running up like mountains. And like, yeah, you know, when you see those people who do ultra marathons, ha- like hats off to them. That doesn't look yeah, boring. I want that like, to miserable. It off. I wouldn't no, like but, to watch it. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't
2: like to TV all day. It not sell like, itself for primetime viewing.
1: I'd maybe watch like a YouTube video about like an ultra marathon runner who runs over like the Alps. Yeah. But I'd watch it for like three, five minutes maybe. I don't need to see the whole 11 hours of racing.
2: Yeah, agreed. Yeah, can't, can't argue.
1: I'm fascinated that's a sporting gripe for you,
2: Pat, because
0: it's only on BBC. You're not going to get much anything else better on BBC, are you? Master no, chef. it's not. Yeah. Master
1: <laughs> be rugby league of on the, day. Four. Yeah. the Rugby League show? Oh, I, I suppose, no. Nah. Yeah, that that's a different gripe. But why the Rugby League shows on at like <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday morning as well? But they're putting the marathon on all day. Not cool. Money, mate. It's king. All right, Brad,
2: last one. Have you yeah, thought of it?
0: It's not the one that I remembered, but I have. I'll do the one that I've written down, and this is touched on a lot of sports, but mainly rugby league. And it's not the governing body, which I'd love to go on, but I think that could be a topic in itself of top three worst governing bodies in which the RFL will take one, two, and three. Um, I'm going to offer touch judges and just how useless they are and how much they are overridden in on in every sport, as in the man in the middle with a whistle just won't even listen to him, won't even speak, won't speak to him a bit, but just overrides him so much. And I think in rugby league, it's, it's even worse when you can clearly see like, people being not inside the tent. And the touch just could surely be able to see it. And it just doesn't don't even... Well, doesn't have a say, really, does it?
2: So, touch judge is a wasted job. Yeah, I mean... I wouldn't say wasted, I'd say at the minute with technology, it can probably be done by technology, but I know that that's not available to every game without cameras One thing that I would say to uh, not, not defend touch judges, but I've witnessed touches get an absolute dog's life at Amateur Rugby League because Any decision that gets made in the middle by the ref, guaranteed the touchy closest to the spectators, is absolutely getting an earful. I touchy, that was offside. I touchy, did you not see that? Uh, And honestly, the touchy, when I went watching some rugby the other week, was about 14. And I just felt so sorry for him. He just shouldn't have been there. Can I know that
0: wasn't my game? uh, Pardon? That wasn't my game. It was on touchy, no, but no. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna not put them in room on one to get a mm. bit of shelling from some fans. This everyone deserves a bit of shelling every now and then. So I, yeah, I but just,
1: like uh, at an amateur level, see this, uh, I agree, I agree with the the Lino point, Brad, But like at an amateur level, you've got to sort of thank the people that are doing it because they're yeah, oh, often like yeah. coaches. Or, I like, think it's you've... a thankless task. It comes back to my earlier
2: point. I think linos in f- in football are more useless than the linos in rugby league. Oh, definitely, yeah. Because what do they do? Like, he, he, at least in rugby league, like if your foot's on the line, you're out and stuff like that, and it's a bit, bit more.
1: Like, there's a bit more to do, especially if there's no video ref. But I think, like football linos, at uh, professional level, like offside calls you must have you must have to have it like eyes in the back of your head but often what I see you know when you see like a dodgy call in football and the ref goes over to the line though they're always like sorry mate didn't see it can't wasn't watching yeah. Unfortunately I've not got a clue what's just happened so
0: it's down to you Yeah yeah. I, 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 just a bit of a gripe really I think it's in there they shouldn't like obviously, the man in the middle's got the whistle, but they both they should equally have like an input because they are there in the game. It does touch on a point of having three of having the man in the middle dictate the game and the pace and stuff like that. So I imagine giving the Lionel more powers wouldn't be of justification. And you've got three, three people with six foot knobs in the
2: game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something that really has provoked a bit of thought i've never really thought about it before
1: yeah never i think it's a good shout
2: yeah all right brad have you got brad's review you've not done guardians of the galaxy so what's, what what have you tried this week what are you going to review what this week coming up i'm
0: gonna i'm no. gonna have to, i'm gonna have to, what
2: the week just gone yeah i i was expecting a brad's review of guardians of the galaxy so now you're just gonna have to review something
0: oh bollocks what do i review
1: what about your brew that was meant to be a coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I do make a good brew. Yeah. Well, um... are we postponing
2: it for this week? Have you let oh. us down?
0: Was I meant to be doing a bros? Well, I was meant to do a bros of Guardians of the Galaxy. I did, I yeah, mean, I did all right. A so this is with... your final
2: chance. You've Prime been... video, rent it, watch it, and then we're doing a brass review next week.
0: Mm. Right. I'll. Um, You'll know, put me on the spot here because I can't really review anything else because nothing else is really. really. Um, yeah, but, yeah. I'll. Um, what I'll do is I'll get on Amazon Prime. and I'll spend my uh, pennies on a film. I don't. These two films that I've noticed. Which one do I watch? The 2014 one.
2: Yeah, uh, you, you watch them in order. Yeah, you watch Guardians of the Galaxy one and one. then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. It's not <laughs> hard. Right. It's not difficult. I don't know if they like linked up or. Mm. Well, mm, yeah, who'd yeah, have thought? Yeah. One oh, and oh. then number two would have been me. Yeah. Oh, you, you need to get up early to fool you, Brad. Right, is that us?
0: Yeah, that's us. Uh, I think that is yeah. us.
2: Yeah. At TH and T Pod, talking heads and tails at gmail.com. dot com. Hit us up. Much love, boys. Like and subscribe. Speak soon. Yeah, like See and yeah, subscribe. Bye.
0: bye.